Welcome to Season 7 of Retrain Your Brain with me, Chartered Psychologist Dr. Audrey Tang. It's the show where being mentally healthy is not simply about just being able to cope, but also being able to thrive. And I'm going to give you the tools to get there. Today, I want you to accept and appreciate the present as a gift and live in it as the best way to affect your future. Ask yourself this question, which are you? Number one, are you traveling in the future, worrying about something that might happen or planning all the time for something that might happen? Or two, are you traveling in the past, reviewing mistakes, reliving bad experiences or thinking how different my life could be under different circumstances? Or three, are you in the present, really paying attention to what you're thinking, doing and feeling? Whenever I ask this to my classes, most people say, ooh, A or B, or A and B. And either way, even if C is mentioned, it's not mentioned quite so much. We either seem to be very focused on where we're going, which might explain some of our feelings of anxiety if we see usually on social media others seemingly becoming where we want to be, or living in the past in some sort of regret, which might be holding us back psychologically from moving forward. First of all, this is normal. Second of all, we can do something about it. And actually, we need to do something about it because the past cannot be changed and the future may not arrive. So the only time we can actually guarantee to be able to do something effective is right now. And then if, when the future does arrive, then we've set ourselves up better for it anyway. So... Try these tips. Number one, have a goal and break down different steps to achieve it. It never fails to surprise me how many people don't quite know exactly what they want, specifically what they want. And yes, of course, things can change and things can be refined. But having at least a vague idea means you know what direction to channel your energies in. And having a vague idea of any kind also means you know how to recognise it once you've arrived there. So this exercise can be used for a specific project or it can be used for overall well-being or for whatever goal you're setting yourself. Start by stating your goal or your aim or your target. Then draw out a wheel and divide it into eight different segments. In each segment, Write down all the things that will contribute to your achieving that aim. So if your aim is well-being, overall well-being, then things like exercise or seeing friends or healthy eating might feature in each of those segments. If it's completing my research project, as it is for many of my students, then the segments might be data collection, literature review, write the introduction and so on. Then put a zero in the middle of the circle and a 10 on the outside and mark on the wheel in each segment where you are with each of those broken down tasks. The act of breaking down the task itself means you know the areas to focus on and having that visual representation, you also know which areas in which you're doing okay and which you need to give a little bit more effort and dedication to. Plus, it gives you the added bonus of knowing where to spend your energies next. 
You simply look at the ones which are languishing at around a two or three and ask yourself, well, how can I make that a four? Then create those prompts that will push you up one level within each segment. So if your data collection, for example, sits at a two, then what will make it a three? This act makes taking action feel much more manageable, which in turn is more likely to make you do it. It's not about bringing a two up to a 10, but doing one tiny thing regularly to keep pushing up that notch just a little level. Tip number two, if you catch yourself living in the past, ask yourself, how can I use this to change my present? The past is done. It can't be rewritten. And perhaps you don't want to because actually our experiences make us the strong person that we are. But the past can be reframed. That doesn't mean negating your experiences, but perhaps see yourself as a survivor of your circumstances rather than a victim. So just as an example, Princess Leia from the Star Wars universe was adopted and was never told of her past for her safety. And whilst this might raise all sorts of question marks taking the perspective of the 21st century psyche, if we use her as an example and assume she was never going to consider a relationship with you, he's your brother Luke, she could see the choices of her caregivers over which she had no influence as either gaslighting or as protection. And if she chose to see it as gaslighting, that might have resulted in time spent in understanding why it happened and working through it. And of course, those things are important if that is what is meaningful to you. Looking at it the other way brought us the story of Star Wars. Now, it is hugely important to do what's right for you. But all I would say here is sometimes working too hard to try and understand the root, as in why someone else did what they did, especially if you are unable to ask them, then it goes a little further than understanding why they did it. And it doesn't actually help us make any changes for our own personal growth. Understanding simply brings us more understanding. And as I say, if you can't ask that person why they did it, or perhaps you can't trust their answer, how much is that really going to help you? As well as that, it is important to take an empowering mindset, a controlled mindset, in order to move yourself forward. And that is by knowing you can reclaim your narrative and rewrite your future. Tip number three, before procrastinating, you might wish to ask yourself, well, what makes me think I won't feel and do exactly the same thing tomorrow? Unless you're like me, and I've learned to make plans to fit in whatever it is I've put off tomorrow, then that's absolutely fine. But if you're not, we fall prey to this particular bias. Admittedly, if you are just simply too tired to exercise, please don't injure yourself. And it is more than sensible to plan time in for tomorrow. But if you're procrastinating just because oh, I don't feel like it right now, I always ask myself, what makes me think I'll actually feel like it tomorrow? And generally, 
I then get it done. Because right now is the only time you can guarantee that you've got to do it. And the best part is, if you're able to do it, tomorrow you've suddenly got some free time. As an extension of that particular tip, one thing that you can do if you are having a really bad day mentally is ask yourself, is there anything I can do physically to make tomorrow a better one? So for example, if I was recording this podcast after one of those days where your best laid plans are beset with delays or technical issues and it's got really late and rather than having done all of the six things you wanted to do, fitting in an extra three which weren't planned means that you finished the extra three but you didn't manage to get around to the six, it does sometimes mean your brain isn't in a position to do anything sensible. So perhaps you can do something physical instead. For example, the weekly shop or changing the sheets, or setting out your clothes for the next day, or making lunch. Because sometimes, if your mind is exhausted, doing something practical or physical can still make things better. Plus, the next day, you can pick up with more mental clarity, and you don't have to do the physical task. And finally, remember, that it is okay to relax and recharge. And this is sometimes quite a difficult point to reconcile because you might be wondering, how is not doing something helpful? Well, that's because it's conserving or replenishing your energy. And yes, I know that telling yourself to relax may sometimes make you more stressed. And that is an all too common cry of the high achiever. But again, this is where the difference between our mental effort and our physical effort can help. Instead of telling yourself to relax, focus on something outside of your head. The bird singing, the warmth of the sun. I have a breathing ball I use and as I open the ball and close it, I repeat the affirmation. Even if I can't control anything else, I can control my breathing. By taking your focus outside into the physical environment, looking, feeling, smelling, tasting, listening. We give thinking a break and that is often enough to let the brain recharge for just a moment and then be ready and capable for the moment you want to use it again. Ultimately, the only time we really have to create the future we want is right now. So ask yourself, am I doing everything I can right now that is setting up my tomorrow to be awesome, which includes resting your brain if you need to. And if not, what can you do instead? And that's all we have time for today. But you can continue your wellness journey with my YouTube channel, Dr. Audrey Tang, Tools to Thrive, or with my books and articles on my website, www.draudreyt.com. Or tune in to NLive Radio 106.9 FM on Tuesday nights at 9pm for the Wellbeing Lounge.